Hey, thank you for joining me again today for, like I said, thoughts, sounds, and creative miscellany. Today I want to share a few things before I do my usual scripture readings. And one of those things is um, that I, I want to try and um, stop every once in a while to reflect on the purpose of this podcast and remind both myself and anybody who's listening uh, the the reasons for beginning this project. And that is mostly to explore various things that um, have been on the back burner in my life for a variety of reasons. One of those things being art and music and also spirituality. I set out doing this podcast just as somewhat of a daily discipline and also in an effort to understand podcasting a little better, learn the process, and get used to it. And the interesting thing is that it's uh, leading me in, in a much different direction than I anticipated, but I still want to continue sharing my thoughts and um, just giving people an idea of what I find to be important, beautiful, interesting, and useful on many different levels. And so exploring orthodoxy has now become a uh, major purpose of this daily podcast. And I always read scripture readings from the daily readings that are provided by the Orthodox Church in America website. And I always include a link to the page where the verses can be found if you want to read along. And the music I've been including since I started podcasting again after taking a few weeks break has all been things that I recorded myself. And I, I try to change it sometimes to make it a little more interesting or add something to it that I kind of heard or felt myself wanting to um, say or sing as I uh, listen to the playback when I'm recording episodes. And also, speaking of episode recordings, you can find archives of these podcasts on my website, and that is cuppa.love, C-U-P-P-A dot L-O-V-E. You can find me on 
different social media sites like Twitter, mostly Instagram, under the username, like I said, L-K-I-S-A-I-D. And you can search that term also to find the podcast on whatever podcasting platform you like to use if you're into podcasting. I listen to quite a few different podcasts from time to time. One that has been a favorite recently is called Almost Heretical. You should look that one up if you have any interest in the sort of evangelical Protestant world and um, those who maybe consider themselves detractors or uh, former Protestants, I would consider myself of that um, mindset or I'm not really sure exactly where I would fall nowadays, but I definitely don't identify with uh, the general sort of uh, Protestant evangelicalism. And I'm finding more and more that the reason why is because the truths and way of life that I have been seeking for many years um, is what I uh, have been discovering in the Eastern Orthodox tradition. So those are just some of the things that um, that are inspiring me or prompting me. Several years ago, I really kind of began feeling the need to seek out a spiritual life, a, a daily walk with God, and found it difficult to consider returning to any form of Christianity that I was familiar with in the past, as I have been involved in various different strains of Christianity, primarily within the Protestant realm. But there was also a time when I did some traveling and played music with a group, and we played our own sort of world fusion style of worship music. And one of our goals was to reinvigorate the music within the church. And we had quite a sort of liturgical um, approach to the way that, that we did what we were doing. But the thing that I find most compelling, or maybe just one of the things I find compelling about worship and music within the divine liturgy of the Orthodox Church is that everyone is all together worshiping and all facing the altar, and there is great reverence and beauty in the songs and the incense and candles and the icons and everything involved in it. And I um, I would encourage anyone 
who might have any feeling of uh, desire to seek spiritual things, to find their own walk with God again, or even for the first time, um, I'd encourage you to explore orthodoxy and maybe visit an orthodox church. So those are just a few of the things that I wanted to share. I also um, I want to continue doing this podcast, and um, there are a few episodes you'll find a sort of little um, advertisement that I recorded in order to have monetization um, through Anchor. I think it's a good platform, and I like to um, promote it in some way. And I, um, I have some conflicts with the idea of monetizing something that is a sort of a spiritual discipline for me, and the purpose of it is to um, share my experience of God and it's not something that I take lightly or something that I want to um, try and benefit from financially. But if anybody is interested in sponsoring this podcast, you can go to anchor.fm and you can um, pledge a, a certain amount each month to help support it. And that will definitely help me keep it going without having to create ads for different things or try and monetize the podcast more than I have already. So enough of the personal things and the thoughts that I have about this podcast and where it is going. I'm going to do some scripture readings as usual, and before going into that, uh, let us pray. Illumine our hearts, O Master, who lovest mankind, with the pure light of thy divine knowledge. Open the eyes of our mind to the understanding of thy gospel teachings. Implant also in us the fear of thy blessed commandments, that trampling down all carnal desires, we may enter upon a spiritual manner of living, both thinking and doing such things, as are well-pleasing unto thee. For thou art the illumination of our souls and bodies, O Christ our God, and unto thee we ascribe glory, together with thy Father, who is from everlasting, and thine all-holy good and life-creating spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. Amen. The first reading is from Isaiah chapter 7, verses 1 through 15. Now it came to pass, in the days of Ahaz, the son of Jotham, the son of Uzziah, king of Judah, that Rezin, king of Syria, and Pekah, the son of Remaliah, king of Israel, went up to Jerusalem to make war against it, but could not prevail against it. And it was told to the house of David, saying, Syria's forces are deployed in Ephraim, so his heart and the heart of his people were moved as the trees of the woods are moved with wind. 
Then the Lord said to Isaiah, Go out now to meet Ahaz, you and Shir Jashub, your son, at the end of the aqueduct, from the upper pool, on the highway to the fuller's field, and say to him, Take heed and be quiet. Do not fear or be faint-hearted. For these two stubs of smoking firebrands, for the fierce anger of Rezin and Syria, and the son of Ramalia, because Syria, Ephraim, and the son of Ramalia have plotted evil against you, saying, Let us go up against Judah and trouble it, and let us make a gap in its wall for ourselves and set a king over them, the son of Tebel. Thus says the Lord God, It shall not stand, nor shall it come to pass. For the head of Syria is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is Rezin. Within sixty-five years Ephraim will be broken, so that it will not be a people. The head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is Ramalia's son. If you will not believe, surely you shall not be established. Moreover, the Lord spoke again to Ahaz, saying, Ask a sign for yourself from the Lord your God. Ask it either in depth or in the height above. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, nor will I test the Lord. Then he said, Hear now, O house of David, is it a small thing for you to weary men? But will you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Curds and honey he shall eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Now from Genesis chapter 5, verse 32 through chapter 6, verse 8. And Noah was five hundred years old, and Noah begot Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now it came to pass, when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were beautiful, and they took wives for themselves of all whom they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh, yet his days shall be one hundred and twenty years. There were giants on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men, and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men who were of old, men of renown. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And the last verses are from the book of Proverbs, chapter 6, verse 20 through chapter 7, verse 1. My son, keep your father's command, and do not forsake the law of your mother. Bind them continually upon your heart, tie them around your neck. When you roam, they will lead you. When you sleep, they will keep you. And when you awake, they will speak with you. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law a light, reproofs 
of instruction are the way of life, to keep you from the evil woman, from the flattering tongue of a seductress. Do not lust after her beauty in your heart, nor let her allure you with her eyelids. For by means of a harlot a man is reduced to a crust of bread, and an adulteress will prey upon his precious life. Can a man take fire to his bosom, and his clothes not be burned? Can one walk on hot coals, and his feet not be seared? So is he who goes to his neighbor's wife, whoever touches her, shall not be innocent. People do not despise a thief if he steals to satisfy himself when he is starving. Yet when he is found, he must restore sevenfold. He may have to give up all the substance of his house. Whoever commits adultery with a woman lacks understanding. He who does so destroys his own soul. Wounds and dishonor he will get, and his reproach will not be wiped away. For jealousy is a husband's fury, therefore he will not spare in the day of vengeance. He will accept no recompense, nor will he be appeased, though you give many gifts. My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. Oh. 
Have mercy.